0: Peep Going on, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Thunderstruck, the unofficial Lincoln Stars podcast. BA's in the house with Gene Cotter, as always. So up? up here in the Air and Airs uh, Incorporated Skybox Corporate uh, Suite, whatever you want to call it. We're here at the Icebox. Got some, got some hockey going on in the background. Uh big weekend this past weekend, picking up five out of six possible points. What a what a huge uh, huge opportunity for the stars to start pulling away from some teams. Twice in about three weeks, we picked up five out of six points on a weekend. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. I mean, I don't like the three-game weekends, but at this point in the season, they kind of are what they are. You know, the good news about that, B.A., is that Omaha,
1: the last time we played a three-and-three, Omaha, that was the night that they had one of their games melted out at the Danny Sanford Premier Center up in Sioux Falls. So they were supposed to have a three-and-three that weekend as well, but did not. They ended up on a two-and-three, and... I'd, would we lose in a shootout that that day, maybe? Or yeah, we? yeah, we lost in a well,
0: not a shootout, overtime, maybe. I don't know. We, yeah. I know we lost,
1: but five out of six on that weekend, five out of six on this weekend, and I'm telling you what, yesterday was a that was a fantastic game.
0: Yeah, I mean, what a what an ending! <laughs> Holy cow, what an ending!
1: Yeah, buzzer beater. I don't know that I've been watching Stars hockey for 25 years, and I know that we a couple weeks ago up in Sioux City. Won a game with like 8 seconds left, 8.8 seconds left to go on the clock in overtime. Not .05
0: seconds. (laughs) Yep,
1: right, right. Uh, I went back and listened to some of the replay. So even though it took uh, Tyler Haskell and Rocco Stokowiak a while to get it all sorted out yesterday, which I actually commend them for. And this is going to sound a little contrite, by the way, since Lincoln won. I think we've now improved to 2-8 and in games that Tyler Haskell has refed us. I actually thought all day yesterday that that game, both Rocco and Tyler refed it very clean, very fair. And considering it was going down on the verge of overtime, um, there was no play at the end. Now Omaha might say, well, you scored four four power play goals, but it wasn't like oh, they didn't have their scored, opportunities. You, you got to
0: take your chance. You got to take your opportunities when you get them. That you
1: do. They are supposedly the number one. Well, I think they are statistically the number one power or penalty kill unit in the USHL. And boy, they, Stars took advantage yesterday for sure. Yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, you can pick about the officiating a little bit here and there. There were some missed calls, some, some calls that probably shouldn't have been calls. Uh, I, I know one you pointed out where we actually benefited from it, uh, where we got, they got called for a slash, and, well, it wasn't a slash.
1: Yeah, I think that – and I don't know. Maybe I just don't know the rules well enough, but uh, I don't remember who it was, like, slash down. It wasn't an on, on, uh, on Antonio – uh came down instead of lifting the stick he he chopped down on the stick and the puck went off of it for a turnover and they called it and ended up i think allowing us to tie it up at three right
0: i i believe so yeah i mean like i said you got to take advantage of those opportunities when you can um and, and we definitely did that but let's roll back to friday night we we had we had uh, a two game series up in one friday night saturday night uh
1: Young Bucks. Young Bucks were kind of the story of that night. Uh, Raftery picked up his, he would probably tell you it's his first USHL goal. You know, he got the, he got the tap in from Luke Johnson, I don't know, six games ago or so in an empty netter. That was his real first one, but he put the stars up early, uh, well, not early, but one nothing in the first period. Gleb comes back, scores a goal. Speaking of kids who've been on a tear, Gleb Veremia between goals and assists and the things that don't make the score sheet, just uh, I his. think Rocky on his coach's show last year said he's seven foot nine and he needs to stand in front of the net. And once he started playing seven, six foot four inch player hockey, he's been on a tear.
0: Yeah, I mean, this past couple of weeks where he's, you know, he's parked himself in front of the net, had that big body presence there. And he's it's the little things he's been doing that's made a big improvement in his game.
1: For sure. And uh, you know, he, like I said, he had, I bet he got, I bet he has five goals and not five goals, five opportunities in the last half dozen games where just because he was standing in front of and using his his size to block division, to screen the goalie, Lincoln has scored a goal. I think I told you this earlier, I went back and looked in 2022, we have scored points in 14 of 16 games that we played. Man.
0: That's getting it done. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, coming down, coming down the the playoff stretch, where, where we're heading to right now in this point of the season, it's definitely things we need to be doing.
1: Yeah, you know, unfortunately, our um, good friends to the west, Tri City, are out there a ways, But oh my God, the Western Conference dual battle going on between Sioux City, Lincoln, and Omaha. I mean, like we keep saying, you go into the weekend. In second place, you come out in fourth. We actually came out in fourth this weekend and ended up in third. Omaha's in fourth. Sioux City went into games on both Friday night and Sunday afternoon, trailing by two goals going into the third period and ended up winning both of them. So they remain in in second place right above us. We get a crack at them this weekend again.
0: Yeah, we definitely do. But going back to Gleb, I I will say that his trip game is is definitely a strong one. I heard uh, down on Sunday afternoon. Between the between the benches in the second period, his his trip game was definitely on point. Oh, did you get any any recording? Did I know I did not? If I did, I couldn't play here anyways. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't have a beat machine. <laughs> no, I mean we are a, we are a podcast, so we don't have to worry about radio and F- F- FCC violations or anything like that. But we are a family show to an extent. We don't even like the E.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but we'll use it if we have to.
0: So, uh. uh we yeah. ended up losing that game on, on Friday night. Something uh,
1: very interesting happened there, though. I have, you were up there on Saturday, right? Yeah, I went up Saturday. So Friday night, Antonio Fernandez, who, by the way, I think is a continuing the line of, of podcast karma, got another goal yesterday, had some apples, but he absolutely got lit up behind, yeah, he did. behind our net uh, by Bartle from, from Des Moines. Uh, so much so to the point that Doug Grimes came in from I don't know the blue line somewhere, threw his gloves off in the crease. Berkey, uh, yeah, Berko I mean, was going. If after Grimes too. didn't do it. I think Berkey was going to do it.
0: Yeah, and
1: he ends up getting an instigator call because I don't know. I think you said maybe you had some inside information somewhere where the where the Bartle kid was like, well, I, I need we need to go to fight over here. Well, so,
0: from from what I understand is that Bartle agreed to the fight. Um, and the instigator came for the fact that it didn't happen in the corner right where, where Antonio got hit. And it kind of it skated their way out to more towards the blue line. And to me, it was a, kind of a situation where you got to get out of the way of Antonio coming off the ice. Berkey was in the middle of it. And I don't think Grimes is just going to jump the kid. I mean, he, uh, he said, hey, let's go. And he, and he gave uh, Bartle the opportunity to drop his glove, get ready, before they went out and i think that's where the instigator part came into it
1: yeah I, you you know you're exactly right he didn't jump in he skated in threw the gloves off and didn't
0: immediately start throwing blows no I mean, he, he threw he the came gloves down off it, hey and said, we're going yep
1: and they skated out to the top of the top the right face off dot before they actually started going so yeah
0: and i think that's where the instigator part came came in and for the fact that it didn't happen right where that hit, the the hit the initial hit took place i
1: don't know if you heard coaches comments after the game that night um, Rocky was a little upset with, with Doug talking about, you know, put him in a bad, maybe if we're in Lincoln, and I think he said, if I don't want to sell tickets for them, we'll sell tickets for us, but that put us in a bad position, I get where he's coming from, it took us off, the you know what though, if the instigator penalty doesn't get called, that kid gets a charging. They both go for a two and or a five and a ten, and, and we're on a power play. And we're on the power play. As it worked out, it was even. It evened up because we got the instigator. They got the. They got the charging call, and so it ended up being. I don't know if they went four on four for, Yeah, for either four on
0: four or five on five. I mean, one or two. We were, we played even strength basically. So
1: the bad news is, is we blew a two goal lead that night. Yeah. Lost in a shootout, so we still scored a point, but uh, we, and the it was. Uh, a little anemic in the shootout too. There wasn't a lot of, a lot of uh, things that even looked like they were close to going in. But you yeah, know, you got a point.
0: Yeah, well, that's the big deal was we got the point, the first point on the road out there. Uh, Saturday night, I did make the trip up there. Um, it's been a while since I've been up to that arena, and it's uh, it definitely needs a facelift. It's, it's a good thing they're getting a new arena here in either next year, or, the, or next year, or the following season.
1: I hate to see that though. I hate to see buildings like ours I li- go away. I
0: like, I, I do like the old barn. I mean, if they would just you know, clean it and maybe take some pride in what they have, it'd be a little bit better. But, uh, you know, we, you mentioned that we blew a two-goal lead on, on, on Friday. We kind of did the same thing on Saturday. I mean, we came out really hot, got three goals right away, and then I don't really know what happened. It just – the wheels kind of fell off a little bit. Uh, Berkey didn't have the best game. Ended up getting pulled, and Whitey goes in. And, I mean, Whitey was unbelievable coming in. and uh, We're
1: up 3 nothing in the first period and ended up giving up four straight over, over the next – the end of the first period and the second period. Yeah, I mean,
0: we came out really good. I was like, "Hey, this is gonna be a great game." I mean,
1: fortunately, uh, Kate, Keaton Peters picks up a goal to tie it up. In halfway through the third period, it stayed that
0: way. Uh, once again, we
1: nothing nothing doing. It was a, it was a pretty exciting overtime period. If I I, yeah, we, I mean, we
0: we had possession. Of, uh, to me, we had possession of the puck most of the time in that overtime period. We had a lot of a lot of shots, just not quality shots. I didn't think so.
1: Yeah, and then we go to the over. then we go to the shootout and unlike uh, Friday night, Saturday night was a much different different scenario. I'm trying to remember. I yeah, know
0: we, we, we send out Dalton the for, for the first one. He misses. Uh Luke Johnson comes out. Wasn't gonna let us go over for two on that shootout and, and gets the goal then uh then Mason Marcellus. Yeah, with the with the G dub there.
1: Yep. Sneaked, sneaked it if I remember right through the five hole just kind of eked it across the line there was uh, threw him a little bit of a change up and it fooled him and we've been hearing a lot about the Mason Marcellus expertise on the shootout and I know the last couple times that he's had the puck roll off his stick before he was able to be fancy with it but he
0: <laughs> the got best, it done. the best part about the shootout I didn't even notice it when he did it he scored and he peels off. And he just says the little hush yeah, thing. He did. And then he And then instead of having, you know, if you win in overtime or shootout, normally you have this big dog pile of players, you know, celebrating and whatnot. He just skated it off to he the went, thing. and He went Forrest Gump. Yeah, right, and everybody right just tunnel. right down the tunnel with him.
1: Not saying Mace is Forrest Gump. I'm just saying, you know.
0: And then the, the, uh, the, uh, the expletives from the uh, Des Moines fans as the boys were skating off were it was something to be held. I hear they need their mouth washed out with soap. Possibly, but it was great. <laughs> I mean, anytime you can leave an opposing building where the fans are pissed off like that, I love it. And we did the exact same thing Sunday afternoon up in Omaha.
1: We did. And, again, yesterday was a magnificent
0: magnificent hockey game. It was
1: fun to watch the back and forth. Omaha scores, we score. Omaha scores, we score. Uh, I, you know, B.A., I'm gonna tell you that I saw one of the biggest hustle plays of the season yesterday. We're down two to one, getting late in the second period, I believe. Um, And we're on the power play and Lucas Wallen made about three different, uh, he was sitting there at the blue line as Omaha's trying to clear the puck. And he somehow three different times managed to keep in the scrum at the blue line, keep the puck in the zone. Daltz takes it over, skates in, and buries it to tie it up. Yeah, that
0: that that play, that goal was all wallied right there.
1: That that's one of the things. You know, you and I kind of took the forwards to task earlier in the season about why is, why are the defensemen having to do all the dirty work? And you know, I'm sure that they probably spent a lot more time listening to George and Rocky and then than the, and two, and the two hacks line. that are here talking on the on right. the podcast. But it has when and I, and I don't remember what night it was that. Maybe it was after we played here last week. Maybe it was one of the games this weekend when Rocky talked about it It is very easy to tell. When we're playing Stars hockey, you can tell. And when we're not playing Stars hockey, you can tell. Because you you don't win or you don't tally points in 14 out of 16 games in this league by accident. And that's because they are absolutely up and down the lineup involved. Uh, You know, think about Christian Kosius scored his first goal since October. Mason Marcellus had shootout goal, a goal, um, yeah, shootout goal, a goal, and I think four assists. Gleb Remy have had three actual goals this weekend, had a couple of assists, and a couple of other where he's just standing in front of the net doing his thing. Lemay with the the game winner yesterday. Joey Pierce had Carter Shade, uh, Mastro it's just up and down the lineup. I guess. I mean,
0: you can't forget our guest last week, Antonio. I mean, he's keeping that scoring. Actually, it's not a streak, but I mean, he's that presence still alive. I mean. He had a goal last night. Did um, he have
1: one Friday too? I think he did. I'm not for sure. I but know, was it 10 for the season? Yeah. And he, and he had an, at least one assist in there too. Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, I should maybe go back. Uh, new Braden Standard, new guy in the lineup. Actually, picked up a, picked up an apple over the weekend as well. Uh, he was up what center in the second line yeah yesterday and and the day before and some of that was because of the instigator Grimes automatically had to be suspended and then the same thing then, i don't know how long i mean we
0: haven't mentioned it yet, but Tom's got suspended uh um, for, for an elbow on saturday yeah he
1: knew he did it too he skated off kind of was like uh i mean obviously yeah. it wasn't intentional but he got a major but from
0: and, what i heard i mean this coming from an Omaha guy yeah. saying it shouldn't have been a major it should have been a 2 minute minor and you couldn't even see it on yeah. hockey tv yeah was, so
1: and then, and you know what? Here's the other thing. I'm sitting here thinking about, we're talking about all the offensive accolades. What was the penalty kill through the three games this weekend? I mean, they killed off basically a two-minute uh, five-on-three. What was it? An out, a minute and 49 seconds of a five-on-three, followed by the completion of the major to Thompson. That was like late yeah. in the
0: game. And I mean, that, that, that PK right there was huge, huge for us in Des Moines.
1: I'm gonna to have to go back and just see see what uh, what we were on the weekend. Let's see. Yesterday, Omaha was one for four on the power on the power play. Um, the night before, Des Moines was something. <laughs> oh for four. Uh, one for eight for the weekend so and the far. Night, and the night before that, they were 0 for six. So holy cow!
0: My math ain't that good. That's I can't. That's one add. for fourteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holy cow! They scored yeah.
1: one, and and I just Christian Kosius. I mean, we originally were talking about having him on the show tonight because he got his goal the other night, and he has just got to be black and blue underneath because that kid blocked we, shots.
0: And we haven't even mentioned who we're having on the show tonight. So oh, we haven't. So this, uh,
1: this is deuces were going to be wild
0: yeah but somebody decided some nhl teams a little bit, a little more yeah. important than than a local podcast here but mason marcellus is going to join the program uh he had a huge weekend and his parents came down i mean holy cow driving what 22 hours yeah he Stum. picked
1: he uh he he picked a good weekend to have a good weekend but yeah. he's been picking it up lately too uh he blocked a shot yesterday that's where i was going with this is man they're shader and mason and Kosius and pierce and i i probably should just be quiet because up and down the lineup you have people that are jumping in front of pucks and doing exactly the gritty dirty work that we've been whining about the guts
0: it takes to jump in front of one of of these shots Uh, i don't know
1: (laughs) i cannot do it (laughs) christiana was talking about that in practice too about how when Dalton, in particular winds up everybody's like Making sure that they're skating to the other side of the ice to get out of the way.
0: Out. I would be. I'm like. I'm going to the locker room. <laughs> I'm out, I'm not even taking a chance to get a ricochet
1: off one of those yeah. shots. I'd. Uh, I'd be falling down in front in tears right out of
0: the shoot. Definitely. Definitely. So, and you mentioned Dalta. Uh, so I want a little sights right here. Jordan got her uh, Dalton Norris jersey in the mail the other day, and she, we are two and zero since she's been wearing it. So she has to wear it at every game she attends now.
1: I was thinking about. Santa Claus and what Santa Claus said that he was bringing... I'm going to have to go back and remember exactly what Santa said that he was going to give the Stars down the back half of the season and just see... There's a
0: lot of points and that's what we're racking up right now.
1: Yep. yep. I mean, two games this year that we haven't scored a point in? Not bad. Not Not too shabby at all. The good news is we're staying up with those other two teams and we're not letting Waterloo and Fargo.
0: Yeah, I mean... Those are the ones we got to keep behind us. We need, we need to keep Omaha behind us now. I mean, we're, we, now we got, what, a two-point lead on them? We need to stretch that out a little bit.
1: We have a two-point lead on them, but they also have that one game in hand against Sioux Falls. That they Tri-City did us up. no
0: favors over the weekend by allowing Omaha to beat them. So.
1: Well, goalie of the week, what, what did Alexei Sergeyev get? Six, six games. Six games, which, if my math is correct, and they don't add a couple of makeups in there or something, His last game five and six for him will be the next two times at Lincoln. Yeah, I I
0: think that's what I heard Rocky was talking about over here in that. And I was telling, I was telling, uh, this was on Saturday when I was in Des Moines. I was talking to Derecki and and Grimes, and we were telling him. Apparently, Grimes didn't know what happened. He didn't know that you know Sergey threw a puck at an official. I go, so I I told him, I go, hey, when you're playing against them, you got to play them aggressive. I mean, just get him off his game.
1: I may have been talking to talking to somebody about that, too. I don't even remember who it was. but
0: Everybody on the team needs to know this. Somebody
1: was over for dinner, and it was like, yeah, you know, if somebody abs- accidentally kicks the stick or – Speaking a couple, of which, a couple extra what jazz. the heck was the deal with 20 from Omaha yesterday? Charged Whitey twice. I mean, the first time, there was not even anybody there, and then he, he just – I mean, he didn't hit him hard, but he drove him into the back of the net and – it wasn't like he lost an edge in went. Maybe in. they're trying to, you know,
0: play aggressive. Hopefully our, our employees have a screw loose. But they were cool under fire. So, I mean, yeah, I don't Grand, think, I don't think Ed, you're
1: going to rattle Whitey and Berkey.
0: No, I mean, granted, Berkey was a little rattled when Antonio got hit. But, I mean.
1: He was. Um, I, I, also, a weird start yesterday. I was. Standing on the south end, talking about some billet stuff, and again following up with Patty Johnson about how what we can do to increase the billet pool. Yeah,
0: there's a there's a crowd around her. I mean, in Omaha, I mean, so the podcast definitely brought some interest.
1: Well, I hope so. I hope so. But more importantly, I'm like looking down at the other end, and was like, "What? How did that go in?" So I didn't even really see that. Oh, first that goal. was
0: the strangest thing. I I hear the save. I don't know if it went off the pad or off a stick, but it was it was a loud kind of a like loud kind of thud, and it, it didn't. Bounce back like you normally would think if it's hitting hit a pad or anything like that, and just kind of drop straight down. And just the way it was rolling was it was slow motion. I'm like, turn the f around. <laughs> and by the time why Whitey turned it around, it just slowly rolled over, it rolled over across the goal line. I'm like, how the heck? It was like it was just a start to a strange game all around. Uh, the good news was is that we turned it around. And yeah. you know
1: what? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually give Ralston Arena despite the fact that apparently they ran out of food yesterday because the crowd was way bigger than it was. I've, I've spent a lot of time... To be of, fair,
0: they did not run out of food. They normally shut down the concession stands after the second period. Oh, okay. It's always been that way.
1: Well, the story I heard was that they, they ran out of hot dogs and they ran out of pizza. No, and, no. Um, regardless, though, what I was talking about was... I actually kind of forgotten how fun of a place Ralston is. Good, I love going up there. Good sight line. It still doesn't have the atmosphere of the box. No, it does not. But it it's not it's not a, it's not a theater like it is in Sioux City and Tri City. Um, Des Moines actually, was loud. Oh, oh I'm holy, sure.
0: holy cow! When we, that overtime period. Was like the minute of madness here at the icebox the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was crazy.
1: Well, think about that. If you, if you, I'm sitting here looking at the at the ceiling of the icebox that Ayers and Ayers built. Yeah, we're, we're, our ceiling's about and, 30 feet higher than what it is in Des Moines. Right. And, and I mean, it's so low in Des Moines that the, the scoreboard comes into play.
0: Yeah, we were, we were up top. We were with Cristiano talking to him after the game, and Jordan looks over. She's like, Dad, we're higher than the scoreboard. Well, go, yeah, but you know, like, well, the ceiling is only you know five feet above us from where we were standing, so yeah. and and you don't have that in those other places. No, you don't. Uh, those are those
1: are concert. What? Who was it? Some. Some country artist was in concert in Omaha over the weekend, and they do that stuff. Yeah, with, like, yeah. Tri-City It's, it's, the, it's City the multi-purpose area. arena right. where you get everything. It's made for concerts, not for hockey. Yeah. Not the display. I mean, I mean the
0: exception is- of that would be the Premier Center. They have, what, 10,000 people there on Saturday for their, their wiener dog race. And
1: That's going to be loud, no matter. And yeah,
0: I will tell you, that is by far, I mean, I love the icebox, but when you get 10,000 fans in, in a building, it is crazy.
1: I can just imagine. I
0: mean, I was there for – I normally I go do the wiener dog races for Sioux Falls. I didn't this year. But also I went up there. I think it was the first or second year of the Premier Center. I went up there and did the Clark Cup final when they won the the car Club. And there was 12,000 people in there. It was one of the most exciting hockey games. And I had no rooting interest in it, any of it. I could care less who won, who won it. Yeah. But the fact that they won it on home ice, the place was just nuts.
1: I was talking to Joey about atmospheres. You know, he's coming from Minnesota. His team's played in the Miniso- in the sectionals. And with the exception of the state tournament and the sectionals, he, you know, which I can
0: just imagine. Yeah, 18,000 at a high school hockey game. Holy cow. I mean, that's one thing I want to go to sometime is, is the Minnesota State High School uh, hockey tournament.
1: 5,000 people, 4,100 people in the icebox is never going to compare to 18,000 people no, in one of those no. places. But he, uh, he isn't... Eh, about the atmosphere here either. So, uh, you know what? Why don't we get get Mace on the phone? Let's let's take take a quick break, get Mace on the phone, and then we can come back and we can highlight. We got a couple big... Events coming up this week in Stars
0: Hockey. Yeah, definitely sounds good. Let's take that break. This is the Dump and Chase podcast. We're trying to
1: model ourselves after what you guys have done a little bit. Voice of the Phantoms and friend
2: of the show, Mr. Matt Lipsack.
0: I am along for the ride and perhaps provide
2: some modicum of adult supervision here, although, really
0: that's a lost cause at this point.
2: We welcome back Phantoms president, Andrew Goldman. It went smoother than it did with Matt.
0: I want that (laughs) added. I want that (laughs) added.
2: shaking your head now for. I'm agreeing with you because oh. he has absolutely killed us this year. Well, so far, Finger Guns has meant Sam shut up, so. Yeah, that's, that's not helping. I'm trying to process. Okay.
0: Check out the Dump and Chase podcast every Wednesday on Western Reserve Radio, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
2: Listen, that, like, was frightening.
0: Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come Swizzle. on. Bring them out, bring them out, hey! Bring them out,
1: bring them out, Juice's yeah. Deuces out. Wild Night tonight on the podcast. Stars fans, we're joined by number 22, Mason Marcellus. Mace, how are you?
2: I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of
1: course, of course. We've uh, been talking for weeks about all the guys we need to get on here. We're just trying not to have a five-hour show, so we have to kind of pick and choose our <laughs> opportunities to get people. And the way you guys played over the weekend... B and I, BA and I were talking last night at Omaha that, hey, we need to have Christian on, or we need to have Joe on. We actually were going to have both you and and Joe on, but you know he's got to go talk to some future employer of his or something. So <laughs> he was unable to join us. <laughs> hey, second yeah. time in, I think, three weeks, you guys come out of a three-game weekend with five out of six points. Obviously, six out of six would probably be the best-case scenario, but nothing mm-hmm. wrong with five out of six, right?
2: Yeah, like you said, nothing to complain about. Five out of six. It's kind of tough playing the three and three, but we got a few more, so just got to figure it out and uh, keep going.
1: Question for you about your shootout uh, goal on Saturday Saturday night. Yeah, it was Saturday Saturday night. night. I was lose track of track of my days, but uh, Rocky has talked about. I think the first shootout we had of the year, you got a goal. Then we went a couple couple games in a row where maybe this the puck rolled off your stick and Rocky's always talked about the prowess that you have on the shootout. Did you get the shot? Did it look like the way you wanted it to look? The the result obviously was what you wanted, but did it was that the shot you were hoping for, um like on Saturday night?
2: Um, yeah, kinda 'cause like going going third I, I kinda got to see what the goal was doing and since both Dalton and Johnny like shot the puck, I knew he was gonna bite on me. Um, so I want—I knew I wanted to fake and go five hole, but I—I uh, I probably should have just walked around him and put it in. I think I would have had a lot more net, but it—it uh, it worked out that his uh, his leg went up a bit and it just kind of overpowered his stick. So, and hey,
1: guess what? Whether maybe you had more net or not, had you walked around him, it doesn't matter. It still crossed that end. It's yeah. crossed the goal line. It's still the game winner. So.
0: Now now if yeah, you would have exactly. if you would have missed that shot since your parents were in town, would your dad chewed your butt from missing it? Oh, for sure. <laughs> he uh
2: whenever I had the one penalty shot where I lost it, he was uh he would chirp for a little bit about that one. Uh-oh.
0: So speaking about your parents coming to town, what was it, a twenty two hour drive that they came down?
2: Yeah, it was. And they, they surprised me. So like my billet mom knew, like the coaching the coaches knew and I was uh I was sitting on the bench mid crafting. Beside uh, adults, and he was like, Who's, Whose parents are in the stands? And I looked over and I was like, They kind of look like mine. And I was just like staring, I was like, There's no way they're here. Why would they be here? And then, uh, yeah, it turns out it was them. It's how master practices. It, it was a good surprise.
0: Definitely. Is this the first time they've been here to see you play this year?
2: No, they came. Uh, it was in like
0: November I think
2: the first time we played Des Moines they came down um, they brought my car for me so <laughs> they, made the, they made the drive again
0: so 88 hours on the road to see you play it's, <laughs> it's, that's got to be something pretty special just to have your parents be that committed to, you know, they could have just hopped on a plane but the fact that they drove that far down here to mm-hmm. to, to check you out is pretty yeah. awesome so are they just going to move yeah. in for the playoffs Mace you know
1: Nancy and Randy have a big house probably can go down and share the basement with you right
0: Honestly,
2: I, my dad will have a lot too. He's uh, he's talking about coming down all the time, so I'm sure he'll be here a ton in the playoffs.
1: And now that you have a car, you can go pick him up at the airport and yeah, I know it could be
2: easier. Heck yeah, we'll
0: see. So, so talk about your journey coming to Lincoln a little bit. What was what was uh, junior, not junior hockey, but like midget hockey up where 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 you're from, and how how did your journey to Lincoln become?
2: Yeah, well, I. Uh... I played like midget hockey up to, you know, whatever. And then I went to, I went to a prep school in Vermont for grade 11 and 12 called, it was just rice Memorial prep. And uh, so I went there, I was living with a, a billet family there as well. Uh, was there for two years, was pretty, I did pretty well. Um, and then uh, that's like COVID hit my senior year of high school. So then, like, the next year I wanted to come to... Obviously, if I could have made the USHI, I would, I would have been here in a heartbeat, but I don't think I was quite ready for it. So I uh, I went to the Alberta Junior Hockey League um, to Drayton Valley. We played, like, 16 games there. Was there for, like, eight months. There's just a whole lot of practice and getting tested every, every day and stuff. So it wasn't ideal, but, you know, I got... I got a few games in and was lucky enough to get drafted by Youngstown, actually. And then Youngstown gave me a call one night and was just like, Hey, we're going to trade you to Lincoln before I had ever even went to Youngstown or anything. So I was uh, a little skeptical. I was like, "Wow, well, I'm already getting traded. I haven't even been to Youngstown yet, <laughs> but, uh, Worked out for the best, I think. I love it here in Lincoln.
0: Yeah, so. were you a part of that winner? Yeah. W- no, he no? was a
1: part of the Evan Warner trade.
0: Evan have a Warner trade, okay.
1: Yeah. Yep, uh, you and uh, oh god, Kidding. Silich and Falls. Larrigan, yeah, Silich and Larrigan. So you're the only Larrigan, still, I think, uh, uh an affiliate, but Silich is playing for mm-hmm. Sioux Falls. And so, do you remember who I know it was Evan that went to Youngstown, and it was mm-hmm. uh. Petilla. Yeah, Chase oh, yeah, Patilla. Yeah, yeah. yeah, who was a former mm-hmm. tender yeah. of the Stars. So,
0: I don't know. I, I still think we got the better end of the deal on that one.
2: <laughs> I like
0: it. Yeah, we like it, too. We like it, too. Hey, something that I've noticed about you,
1: Mace, is, uh, and you know, no, no secret, Brandon and I were kind of taking the forwards to task earlier in the year, but uh, you guys have really picked it up. And I've noticed even as of late, you seem to be adding more physical to your game. Is that by design or just through opportunity?
2: Um, Yeah, it's something that, like, the coaching staff has kind of talked to me about. Sometimes, because I think I do have a pretty good stick where I'm good at, like, going in and lifting up the stick, but uh, in this league, guys are, like, so strong and everything, so the coach has been talking to me, saying, like, I just got to make contact first to create a little bit of separation. Um, So, yeah, it's just, like, stuff I'm trying to add to my game. I'm obviously not. I can keep adding things to my game, and
1: it's just one of them. Batting clean up in the shootout the other night, do you like being in that in that do-or-die situation where I, I, I have no choice but to, to come through here?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you kind of get all the same. Like, Johnny scored in that shootout, too. He actually has, like, the game winner because he scored first, but, like, I kind of got all the same because I was the last guy that scored, so... It's kind of nice to be in that situation, but obviously, if I missed, it would have all the pressure would have went back on uh, on Whitey there to make a stop. So, it's kind of cool if it works out, but if not, you're feeling a little down.
1: What goes through your mind when when you're out there in the shootout? Is it kind of like a movie scene where it's like the all the lights <laughs> not, go dark the mighty and ducks. it's just you, <laughs> yeah, you out there, you and the puck <laughs> and the goalie, and
2: that's it? Or Mm-hmm. Yeah um, I don't know honestly like the building was loud The boos were loud so I was just thinking to myself like Please get a shot off this time like, At least make him make a save Or something So I uh, yeah, It is kind of cool though being there And like you look over to the bench All the boys have their arms around each other So it's, it's a pretty cool experience
0: I will say I definitely dug the celly um, Afterwards And the fact that you skated right on off on the ice and I was telling Gene uh, earlier because I was right by the the entrance door where you guys came on and off, and the uh, uh, the verbal abuse you boys took as you're uh, running back to the locker room was uh, none for the faint of heart. Mason was already yeah. in the locker
2: room; he
1: didn't even hear it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, some of the guys were telling me like, if you score this, we're going right off because every like every intermission we're coming off and we're we're hearing it from the fans and they were they were pretty rowdy that night. So Are they it chucking uh, beer on was kind of good to kind them. No, I didn't get any beer
0: on me. I don't know. If I've only if had. Anyone did. But. And this is just me. I've had, I, As a photographer, I had beer thrown on me at two arenas. Buckingham being one of them, Waterloo being the other. And that's oh, all yeah. because I was representing <laughs> Stars gear and, you know, and doing my job.
2: <laughs> yeah, in enemy territory. Yeah.
0: So that was a good selly. You shush in the crowd. Was
1: that something that you planned beforehand or just something that kind of naturally occurred? Um, or do you even remember what oh, you did? Uh,
2: Yeah. Whenever I was going out, Gleb was telling me, like, if you score here, you're shushing them and going right off. And I turned around and I was like, no, like, I'm not doing that. That's that's not who I am. And then right whenever I scored, I kind of put my arms up and I I look at the bench and half the team's already on the bench pointing to the locker room. And I was like, all right, I guess I I guess I got to go for it. I'm committed to it. So
0: I didn't even know. I didn't even realize I didn't even realize it until I was going through photos and I saw your finger up there. So.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a sweet photo of it. Yeah, you got a you got a good one.
1: <laughs> it looked good on it looked good on hockey TV as well. The other good news is is at least they had the door open for you, right? So you didn't go like yeah. over there and the guy was standing there shaking his head. No, nope, nope, not, not opening it. Yeah, I would
2: have been if I'm ruthless. standing there trying to open the door for myself.
1: <laughs> Putting your stick in there trying to get the plunger. Yeah. On and, yeah, probably would
2: have had to just like go up and try and sally with the boys right in front of the door. Try not to look too dumb.
1: Did your mom and dad hate the 60 degree weather the last couple of days?
2: No they were they were loving it. They came down on Thursday and it was it was like one of the coldest days here in Lincoln I was like was just bringing the bad weather everywhere stuff in <laughs> Ottawa is horrible right now. So I was getting on them for that but no they said the weather's here on is unreal. They took a, I guess I don't know if you guys know if you guys have winter tires here but I brought up like another set of tires that are supposed to be just for the snow. So they came up and they uh, they brought them back because they're like, you're not going to need them. There's no snow here in Lincoln.
0: (laughs) Yep. I remember the days back uh, in winter tires, but winter tires Uh with the the metal studs in them. I
1: remember those days. Carely yeah, roads are, the roads are already in bad enough shape. We don't need, we don't we don't need, need no more help. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, Joey's mom's in town from Ely, uh, Duluth, as well. Uh-huh. And it was uh, minus thirty last week, so she experienced a ninety-degree temperature change over the last week. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: it's sorry, it's not, gonna
0: it's gonna be cold this week. So it
2: is. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> so are you I a golfer, Mace? Like uh,
2: I try to be. A you have your sticks here, though. Ever.
1: Uh, you live right out by right out by Pioneer's Golf Course, so I told Piercy when he yeah. came down to make sure to bring his clubs because I I don't think that uh, you Northerners believe me when I say you're going to be able to play golf every month that you're here. And literally, Joey has yeah. been on the golf course, at least on the driving range, every single month since he's
0: been here. I need to get out with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: haven't uh, I haven't been lucky enough to go yet actually. I, I don't have any clubs here. I uh if I knew my parents were coming, I might have asked them to, to bring them. but Well, I'm sure
1: yeah. they're gonna listen to the podcast tomorrow, right, as they finish their ride home so yeah. they can so they can I mean, what else
0: are you gonna do in a car for twenty two hours? Yeah. So
1: do <laughs> you hear that, Mr. and Mrs. Marcellus, bring Mason's sticks down the next time you come. are you a righty or a lefty? Yeah.
0: I'm
2: a lefty.
1: You swing you swing golf clubs lefty too? Yeah, I do. Okay, well, I have, I have a, I have a very bad pair because my, I don't, I think you've met Ethan. You've been to my house a couple times, and mm-hmm. my oldest son is a lefty, and we have some, we have some lefty golf clubs. So if you need to, if you want to go, have Piercy take you, and I'll bring his. I don't know. There's like six total clubs in there, something like that. So make it work. Yep, yep.
2: At least to get you out there. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mace, what's been your favorite part of Lincoln?
2: Um. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of cliche to say say the boys, but this is the tightest like I've ever been with a hockey team. So it's it's kind of unreal this year. Everyone's so close. Um, it makes it makes Lincoln so much better. Just seeing the boys at the rank all the time. And um, know, just doing everything with them. Obviously
0: we've been awesome. we've been hearing that a lot from everybody saying the the tightness of, of of the of the group you guys got, and even even Rocky's mm-hmm. been mentioning about about bringing. He's hesitant to bring other people in just because of the, how close you guys are. Is it, if we bring in any of you guys, is it going to be a group interview for, <laughs> to get a guy down here?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Honestly, like the two guys we've brought in, like Bernard uh, uh, and uh, Dougie, like they fit in great. So Rocky's done good so far. He's two for two. If, uh, if he's trying to make another, hopefully he keeps his hot streak going. But uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure uh, everyone's going to welcome anyone with. With open arms, everyone here is
1: such great guys. So. So with the, tra- the, the, the trade deadline a week from today, you guys aren't all pouring over scouting reports. And tomorrow at practice, you'll take in a couple of suggestions to him about things. That's not the way it's going to work.
2: No, no, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about tonight.
1: <laughs> and by the way, BA, see how that goes. Usually, when I say it can't be hockey related, what's your favorite part about Lincoln? And as soon as I yeah, as soon as I don't qualify, <laughs> it can't be hockey related. What's your favorite part? It's the boys.
2: Yep. Yep, yep. Yep. Yeah. My bad. My bad.
1: Macy, have any questions for us? No. Nope. Not, not that I can think
2: of.
1: No. I don't know if you heard this or not, but based on Facebook traffic, we're up to five listeners now, and uh, I also know Ooh. that we're kind of in a in a podcast battle with Youngstown. So you might you might have some former Youngstown <laughs> fans, even though you never got to put the purple and orange There's on. They're like, the, "Who's this kid?" <laughs>
0: Yeah. 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 No, that's cool. And I, I will say we're we're more than 5 listeners. I've I've seen the data.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's kind of fun. It was kind of fun over the weekend to say, "Hey, you're
0: up to 4." Yeah, somebody else definitely. came in and said,
1: "Well, for what it matters, I listen too. We're at 5." <laughs> they so. think we're serious.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that's funny. So, uh, what's going on for the boys this week? I mean, we got a we got a Thursday a rare Thursday night game. It would have been a 10:30 game. Are you yeah. kind of are you kind of bummed out we're not playing at ten thirty with all the uh, the elementary kids here?
2: Yeah, I heard that wasn't going on. I think that would have been sweet, um, but I mean, what can you do? Uh, what is the game at seven then? Six oh five.
0: Six oh five, and they're still letting up all the elementary kids in for free, so it's still hopefully it's going to um, be packed with kids and whatnot. But it's just not the ten thirty, and I I have to go to work. I yeah. can't play hooky.
2: <laughs> no, that that definitely would have been sweet. If- we had that early game; would have been uh, weird. We've had got to the rink at like eight thirty, so early morning, but it would have been worth it.
1: Oh, that's what time you guys are usually leaving home to get to practice, anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's just no, yeah, pre, no pregame nap? Are you big, big pregame nap kind of guy? Yeah, if
2: for home games, I uh, I, I take a two hour pregame nap. So I, I love my naps. I
0: he'd, love it. He'd
1: be coming off about a ten hour nap at that point, though. Well, yeah, but
0: I mean, it throws off your routine if you got to suit up for a ten thirty game. Guess what,
1: though? Fargo's gonna have yeah. to take the bus and whatever else. So it might have been a good
0: thing.
2: Yeah, but, they're probably the well, reason we canceled it.
1: Don't uh, don't tell now. don't tell anybody this, Mace, but they're giving away Stars lunch boxes to the first seven hundred and fifty kids in the building that night. So. Dude, I want a lunchbox. Really? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, don't, do I think,
0: am I counted as a kid? I'll be fairly. Uh, are you,
1: are you, you're under 18, right? So don't tell like Mastro no, and I'm 19. And Raf Raffer- oh, he's
0: 19. He just, he just missed it.
1: Mastro <laughs> and Raff and, and uh, K- <laughs> KP and those guys, you know, those, they all qualify yeah. for like, 750 kids under 18. So they get can can their box. They can run up front and get their star's lunchbox.
2: Yeah. Oh, they'll definitely hear about it. All the <laughs> young guys. They'll be got. Getting- Go get your little lunchbox to school tomorrow.
0: <laughs> so I don't know if we asked this before, but who's the biggest jokester in the in the locker room?
2: Oh, um, it's just you guys. Like Mastro, he's like, it's unreal. He's always smiling and joking, like no matter what. I don't get it. Like I've never seen this guy upset for a second. Like he's he's just an ultimate team guy and. I mean, I've gotten much, much closer with dogs lately, and he he loves feeding me chirps. So he he's he's a funny guy.
0: Any any good but, pranks yeah. going on? I mean, anybody putting the clear tape Uh-oh. on their skates or any, <laughs> anything like that? Nothing
2: like that. There was Lemay got uh, me and like me and Peters. We said we were going to go to a, uh, a a pregame skate like in the morning, and then we we didn't show up. So LeMay wrote on the board and was like, Marcellus and Peters, go see coach. And he like came up to me and warned me. (laughs) He's like, hey, pretty upset. Like you told me you were going to be here and you didn't come. So me and Peters go knocking on his door like, hey, coach, you want to talk to us? And he's like, what are you talking about? And we're like, "Uh, well, we didn't come to pregame today. We just changed our mind. And he's like, what are you talking about? Get out of here. And I turn around. All the boys just staring at us, laughing. And I was like, "Oh my!"
0: That's God, awesome. No way. I
1: so, so you mean when you guys were going to the Frosty Cup, the Instagram post that said Joey Pierce was the the funniest guy on the team? That was not an that was not accurate information. That was the joke. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I I agree with that. We got so many funny guys. I think it's just it's everyone would say someone different. I think.
1: Right on. Hey, uh, I meant to ask you this back when we were talking about your celly on Saturday night. You had the mm-hmm. you had the primary apple on the Lemay bomb that ended it yesterday. Tell, talk about that celebration twice.
2: You got to celebrate that twice. I I know that was nuts. I uh, yeah, I just I was like so surprised. If you watch the video, I'm like five seconds late into the celebration because I'm looking around, like, looking if there's time on the score clock, looking at the rest to see if they think it's in. And everyone's already jumping on them, and I, I come in late. I was like, no way, that just happened. That was unreal.
1: Yeah, I looked up at the clock, too, and couldn't believe it was all zeros. And I actually went back and listened to the Omaha's replay. They thought it was in, too. Uh-huh. So, you know, I think it's, it's a good thing they went back and reviewed it, but I don't think that anybody uh, – Piercey said last night, "If look, if you looked over at Omaha's bench, they all had their heads in their hands too. So they, they knew it. Yeah, the Omaha fans yeah, were know. the only ones that uh, didn't didn't want to believe it.
0: I, I like George's yeah. co- George coming out of the box uh, with the little yeah. little subtle uh, <laughs> good goal yeah. signal. He just wanted to make mm-hmm. sure that Tyler Haskell.
1: No, don't you dare comment on this, Mason. <laughs> he just wanted to make sure that Mason. Knew, oh, that, I got the mute uh, button here. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted to make sure that Tyler got the right <laughs> right the right action
0: down. So." Uh, that was awesome. No, I mean, that and then you guys skating off the ice twice was great. I'm glad you guys did it again because I was seeing you guys come out the first time. I'm like, I need to get down there for a shot. Yeah. Then Lemay had the uh-huh. best photo of the entire week and oh, the entire time. I'm like, all right, I don't even need to go through things anymore. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah,
2: that photo was
0: sweet. I all right, that. Mace, you need to get rested up. Uh,
1: all of you, we need to get uh, we need to get Tom's back. We got a, a big one against <laughs> Fargo. Who's a maybe in the last playoff position right Something now? Like uh, and then you got you got the person who's the team who's one point ahead of you on Saturday night. So uh, let's uh, yep. two two more home games. You guys have scored 14 out of 16 this year. Let's keep that rolling.
2: Yeah, I agree. Some, some big games.
1: All right, Mason Marcellus, thank you so much for joining us tonight.
2: Yeah, thanks again for having
0: me. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Mace. All right, Mason Marcellus joining us. What a great kid. Yeah. Every time we get, a, get one of our guys on, I, you learn something new about them, and, and their personality comes out just a little bit, and you learn more about the person they are and just not the player that they are. you see on the ice.
1: Isn't that kind of the point, though? Isn't that yeah, what we're that, That's for? what we
0: wanted to do with the show, and it's just amazing. that something I, we're, we put together is actually working out the way we wanted it yeah. to. <laughs> 40, you
1: know, I'm, I don't think – I don't know how much, if any, we can – Say that we've contributed to the increase in attendance, but no. I certainly that da- can't help when you let people see personally, learn more, especially since maybe that other media outlets aren't providing the coverage that used to happen. Yeah, and, and I know Tim Tim does Tim Gray does a lot for the Journal Star
0: um, when he can, and, and, and it's just the way the the uh, the media spectrum has changed over the years. Oh yeah, I, I know back when uh when the stars first came they had the full page spread about you know, what stars extra or whatever and going back to my racing stuff even back then they had like the turn three section from what i understand it's that was a basically a paid advertisement from the racetrack from the stars paying for a full page spread of, of information so yeah it's As not so much that we're paying for it now and and whatnot there's just other ways to uh, consume this information i mean the stars do a hell of a job on their Facebook posts, on Twitter, Instagram. Cristiano,
1: uh, the radio show. Yeah, I mean, we, just we mentioned
0: we mentioned the Instagram and Snapchat stories on the on the bus trip down in Texas. I mean, you don't you don't get that kind of information from from your traditional uh, terrestrial radio or newspaper stuff. Well, and as we've discussed, we the league's
1: not doing anything to help. I did see that they put some new weekly today in the
0: USHL? no that's not the league that was the that's an, a whole separate entity uh it's called, it's the rink live is actually the website that does it and from what i understand is they sponsor the uh ushl a uh, weekly report or whatever and then they did do
1: so that had nothing to do with the
0: league no i i from from my understanding no it doesn't it's, but they put together a ushl today podcast that comes out once a week so the name well, kind of throws me off a little bit. It should be today or this week in the USHL, kind of like this week in baseball. It's way back in the day and whatnot. But you didn't I mean, even say it like Mel Allen did. I, I this can't week do it. in baseball. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Icon. But you know what? The, the good news is, is we have people like Cristiano, uh, the, the team down in the front office. Because as a person who's in has oversight of public information for my for my real job. If you're not telling your story, nobody's telling your story. Yeah, and and so uh, just the, I just hope that in some way, shape, or form, what you and I are doing here, even though we are not tied to or affiliated with the stars,
0: this show, um, no, we are not. Correct, unofficial podcast correct. of the Lincoln Stars.
1: But I hope in some way that we are helping them and benefiting them in getting the word out and and well, I,
0: I do know for a fact that if we were hurting them or doing something, we weren't doing something that we shouldn't be doing they would have been we would have been zipped up a long time ago yeah <laughs> they, be. they would they would like turn this off right now <laughs>
1: yeah yeah so i agree i agree speaking of which do we have another commercial
0: yeah let's uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit about uh Cristiano's radio show but uh, what is it tuesday nights tuesday
1: nights from 8 to 9 hey thunderstruck listeners
0: it's cristiano simonetta the voice of the lincoln stars join stars head coach rocky russo and i for outside the box tuesdays at 8 p.m. on 937 the ticket Okay, welcome back. <laughs> I mean, what wasn't a great ad, but our transitions are, are excellent on this show. Yeah, well, you know,
1: we, we're just starting to get in. We we haven't had our inboxes filled up with, hey, we'll sponsor you and no. whatever else. But again, just kind of to go back to what we talked about before that ad is there's, they've started doing that radio show, and hopefully this just kind of builds on. And on call in.
0: Way. I'm tired of calling in. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. No, I'm not. I mean, I, I liked having Art on, on his show last week. I mean, to t- kind of hear the goalie perspective of, of things, you don't you don't hear that a lot. And the fact that the stars have, uh, I, what's the word I'm looking for that prioritized having a full time goalie coach is something. Obviously, we we've seen it on the ice, the product on the ice. Because we have that goalie coach, we have two of the best goaltenders in the USHL now.
1: Yeah, that does not hurt at all going into any game. You know, especially it know be interesting to see how it plays out once we get into the playoffs, because where one stops, the other one starts, and uh, man, what a luxury to have two guys that you can put... I mean, think about even Omaha yesterday. Yesterday was Haney? Yeah. That was his first USHL loss yesterday, and they have Kevin Posh, who plays right behind him, so all of a sudden, um, man, the goaltending in the Western Conference is unbelievable. Hey, before we move on to talking about STEM night on Friday. We've already talked Thursday. about that a little bit. Thursday, um, and then Star Wars night on Saturday. You I, and I had a conversation that was that was kind of interesting. We listened to Sam and Justin last week and their podcast, and they were talking about how Youngstown up in Green Bay two weekends ago the game got out of hand. Youngstown was pumping Green Bay pretty, and all of a sudden <laughs> they're like uh, trying to get Winter Wallace to fight and. It's kind of funny how out here, we're talking at the end of the Omaha game where they beat us 5-1 the other day. We took care of some house cleaning. Let's go. And Gleb threw down with 22 or with Montgomery or with some. O'Connor, 44, OC. Yeah, um, threw down with him because he just had some – Just had some housekeeping that needed to be done so he takes
0: care of some housekeeping on on uh, friday night up in des moines
1: and the guys in the east are like come on just skate away yeah it's just kind of we like the
0: pretty pretty princess kind of hockey out here in the east
1: no i wasn't saying that (laughs) ba but it just was interesting to me that that we're talking about how it absolutely plays a purpose and you know i think about we talked about grimes and the instigator call for standing up for and i was all for it i mean i was i
0: I, I texted you. I'm like, what? Did, I, obviously, I didn't I didn't listen to the game. I I don't have hockey TV. Uh, if they want to give me a free subscription, I'll take it. But uh, <laughs> so I texted you. I go, what What did Grimes do to get the instigators? And you sent me the video. And my first reaction was, effing rights. Let's yep. go.
1: Yep. Yep. And I uh, I texted to Cristiano too because they weren't showing a replay up there. And uh, you know, it's and <laughs> it's one of those things that it's just interesting to me. We it's the age old debate of. And obviously, there's a very clear delineation between the style of hockey that's played in the West and the style of hockey that's played in the East. Even the mentality of the, uh, the podcast hosts yeah. is, is 180 degrees different from each other. So, so that's kind of funny.
0: So that being said, let's, let's kind of preview. Well, I mean, we kind of dived into it a little bit, but uh, STEM night on Thursday night. Uh, I wonder if the
1: force in town, having the Fargo force, you know, for, that's not for STEM that. night.
0: But that's not Star Wars night. We should have the Star Wars on. Well, maybe
1: the force should be here for that night, too. But yeah. just think about
0: force. That's that's a science-related term. Yeah. I mean, so. hopefully they're not a big force. But uh, So, Snap Night, Thursday night. Uh, First 750 kids get a free lunchbox as they come in. Uh, from my understanding is kids 18 and under get a free ticket with a paid adult. Is it a, with I, a paid I adult? Think, I think so. I, I know I had a friend who... She bought some tickets, and she has two kids, and she had to have her kids present when she got her free tickets. Okay, us. that might
1: might change what I've been telling people. It it
0: might be. I mean, I'm sure if you're a high school kid, 17, 16, 17, 18 years old, you can come down and get your ticket. I mean, they're not going to turn you away. Um, And get your lunchbox. There's no way that a third graders going to drive themselves the icebox. I yeah. mean, my daughter might. She might attempt to because she wants to go see some hockey. Well,
1: don't remember. We talked last week about parents just bringing your kids down, dropping them off, and saying, we'll see you at 9. Yeah, see you at 9. I'm all for it. Let the kids have a good time. Yeah, or not. I mean. Or not. But then you're right. Saturday night, and if you have not seen the Caden and Burko Cameron Whitehead, Star Wars rec- uh, Recreation.
0: The, what about the, the tweets? Lights, the what light about
1: the tweet we got? From Mark Hamill. Luke, yeah. Luke, Luke. actually tweeted it. Uh, not us, the stars. stars. But, that but was, you got
0: free tickets for, for Mark if he wants to come down, I, don't you? I,
1: I, I told him I'd hook him up. I'm sure that he probably could get a lot better seats than sitting up in double A. AA. But,
0: um, I'll, I'll take him back from my ex and give him my seats. There we go. And uh, uh, you tell me what, I'll even let him drop the puck. First puck, I'll even let him drop it. That's what I was saying. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I have no say in it, but I'm making the call right now. <laughs> I, I'm
1: pretty sure that they would probably highlight him pretty big if he wanted to be the ceremonial puck dropper. Of course, you know, he could probably do it from wherever he is. Yeah. Use I mean, the force. Use the force. To drop the, drop the puck. So get out here Saturday night, 6.05, both nights. Thursday night against Fargo. No game Friday. No game Friday. All right. Thank God. Get him... I mean, we talked last week about five games in twelve days, and so Thursday night against Fargo, six oh five on STEM night, free lunch boxes. I think you get free light, not free lightsabers. I think what maybe yeah, uh, you, get,
0: no, free you get some. Well, you get. We can't use the term lightsaber, but you get some light up sticks, some light up sticks that go, vroom, vroom,
1: vroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, stuff like that.
1: I think Whitey and Berkey did a lot better job than what you and I just did. Definitely
0: did a lot better job um, than what we did. But
1: but get out here. That's Sioux City. And, again, they are the team right in front of us by one point. We are tied with them. Omaha, I in games. We're not. Yeah, okay. In yeah. games. Omaha has got one fewer game than us and are two points behind us. So, man, this playoff, this this down the stretch is going to be unreal. And so. you,
0: you haven't brought it up, but I will bring it up. Your boy Ben Steve, Sioux City, four goals on Saturday night.
1: Four goals. Unreal. That's nuts. I think he's now tied for the leading goals in the what, USHL.
0: What did we trade with Sioux City to, get, to give them in Steve's?
1: I want to clarify before I say this <laughs> that the current staff had absolutely nothing, nothing to do, to do, with, do it. with it. But we got nothing. Nothing. Zero. I don't think we got anything for Charlie Shane either who is also playing out yeah. there.
0: And so. so. It's weird how junior hockey works, isn't it?
1: Yeah. At least we got Mason Marcellus. Yeah. <laughs> and well, Mason Marcellus for Evan Warner because they're they're trading
0: and Evan's you know starting to come around. I mean, yep. Mason's by far. I'll take Mason any day of the week just because he's wearing the black and blue.
1: Well, that that would be my only reason <laughs> too. Um, both are great kids. Yeah, I mean, both are fantastic. We've said
0: this many times. You could give us any Omaha player, and as long as he's in the black and blue, he's going to be a great right. kid. Yep. Yep. So. It's just just the way to – the color of the uniform definitely determines our opinion on these players.
1: Hey, if anybody needs any Tri-City hate, you're not going to get it here, but go listen to last week's podcast from uh, Justin and Sam, the Dump and Chase podcast out of Youngstown, because they were pretty pointed in their conversations about Sergeyev and Mitchell and uh, Noreen, who used to coach
0: – Who used to be a Youngstown guy. Yep. And, uh, man, I would love to. I wish we could do it this year just to go up there and have. You know, Rocky mentioned that if he could go play anywhere, he'd love to go back to Youngstown and play up there. That's where he's from, right? Yeah. It's because he's he's there. And. Definitely, I'd be taking that road trip with them.
1: Hey, ba something I've been thinking about. I know what your thoughts. I don't even know how we would do this, but maybe even this weekend. Maybe we set up a booth and we get some fan interaction at a game that we could that we could play. Not I mean, sure how we would do you it. Know, I got to
0: do more work than we normally do on a game night.
1: Uh, you know, ten minutes here or something like that. We might be able
0: to figure something out. So
1: just just something to kick around. Maybe someday you'll come find. It. I'm also. I haven't told you this yet either, but I've been coming up with some of my uh, old merch people from from when I used to do like uh, a baseball organization see if I can get us some beanies or some some gear
0: I, I work for a company that does merch
1: Okay, well, so why don't we have Thunderstuff beanies? That because uh, I give, cause so we I don't have your, I don't the have the capital to put up for well, it. <laughs> I, let's talk. We'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah, so. right on. If okay. there if there's interest in it, <laughs> we might do something. Nah, I was so. thinking of even something for for the boys as being guests on the show. Oh, that like might that,
0: work. So. We can figure something out.
1: Yeah, that's been what's holding me back too. Is the capital? Uh, yeah. too was I don't know if I want to <laughs> if I want to drop invest <laughs> that kind of I you know I'll drop it to a point. Yeah. But, uh, I don't have enough hair to to wear a beanie anyway right now. I so. do like
0: I do like my Youngstown beanie though. Yeah, yeah. I love my.
1: I wore my shirt my Youngstown shirt again. I need to get to that stuff in the mail to the boys out east.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I I will not wear my Youngstown beanie when I we play Omaha because there's black and orange on it, and I don't want the confusion. Good call. But oh. I do like it. So thanks a lot, boys from the east.
1: Well, hey, much like uh, Joe Lemay last night and and the, the picture you took, I say we. We bury it in the back of the net and get out of here till next week.
0: All right, sounds good. We'll see everybody here Thursday night at the Ice Fox.